Welcome to the Embrace Fertility Podcast. I'm Naomi Wolfson. I'm a therapist who specializes in supporting women through trying to conceive and treatment, and then through pregnancy and birth following infertility. My partner and I went through almost four years of infertility, which included IUIs, IVF, anxiety, surgery, and then a miscarriage, before we went on to conceive both of our ginger children naturally. I now run a 12-week mind-body program guiding women through the five steps of my unique Embrace Facility method. Comfort, coping, connection, clearing and creating. On this podcast, I offer emotional support and share mind-body techniques to help you find calm and confidence and ultimately find yourself again while waiting for your baby. So I came back from seeing some of my friends yesterday and I said to my husband, oh, the Christmas stress and overwhelm has begun. And he just looked at me like with like a completely blank face. And he was like, what is there to be stressed or overwhelmed about? And I was like, what? <laughs> so... <laughs> So my head did this. My first thought was, well, that just sums it up, doesn't it? That it's been a load of women that I've been speaking to and all of their partners are probably having the same thought. The women are making an awful lot of fuss and nonsense about this whole Christmas thingamajiggy. What's there to get stressed and overwhelmed? You just wake up on the day and magically Christmas happens around you. (laughs) That was my first thought. It's like, right, well, that just shows that sort of male-female divide, that it's generally the women are writing the Christmas cards, you know, checking in with family at this time of the year, buying the presents, maybe ordering the food, organising the house, organising, you know, the calendar. And I was like, well, that's a massive, um, uh, what do you call it, generalisation that I'm making in my own head. Maybe Maybe it's not. And then... My second thought was, so then, then the conversation continued and I was like, well, because there are all these things that people want to, to do and, and take part in and organise so they can have a lovely Christmas. And he was like, but, but yeah, if you're getting stressed doing Christmas cards, don't do Christmas cards. Like, who does Christmas cards anymore? Don't do Christmas cards. Um, if it's stressing you out buying presents for people, just don't buy presents. If it's stressing you out thinking about what food to make, just, you know, buy something pre-made. And while each of his, his arguments were very valid, I was like, well, no, actually, because, um, and I totally, I totally, see, totally agree with each of those points. If things are causing you stress, then consider deleting them. So I talked about in my free holiday survival class, um, when was it, 10 days ago. Um, if you haven't watched it yet, you can still catch up um, with the replay. Just go to embracefertility.co.uk slash hope. <clears throat> Excuse me. And in that class, I talked about what things can we delete from our schedules? What things can we delay? What can we delegate? And what do we actually really want to do? And so for each of these things, you go, well, actually, yeah, maybe maybe I don't want to delete. For me, like, I love... Actually, I rephrase that. I love receiving Christmas cards. For me, receiving a little bit of cardboard 
with a picture on it, with a little message in from someone I haven't seen, maybe all year, with just a little update of what's going on with them, is a way of keeping in touch with maybe people that, you know, during COVID and things, when we're not doing big social gatherings, is the only kind of contact you're having, apart from maybe the odd Facebook message. So I really like cards, and I totally get they're not very environmentally friendly, it's a waste of money, sending all the money on post, but I still love having Christmas cards up in my house. I love it. And I love, um, I I don't love sending them. That's the issue. It's like, I like receiving them and I like the idea of sending them. But then every year is this kind of big task of where does Uncle Andrew now live? Like, is so-and-so still alive? We need to check that. But that is kind of part of the process, isn't it? It's like checking in with who in the family is still around and who's still together with who and you know what's going on for people is kind of part of the process and I was like but yes I shouldn't do it if it's making me if it's giving me more stress then it's giving me joy so that's the balance because there are a lot of things in our life that are stressful and cause us stress but actually the stress is worth it for the positive outcome that we get at the end so for IVF is an amazing example isn't it No one would merrily go into IVF going, whoopee, I am so excited that I'm going to inject my body with hormones every single day for weeks on end. And potentially, fuck all will happen at the end. Nobody would do that unless the payout, the potential payout at the end is a baby, a child for life, you know, for a person for life. Um... So there's that payoff. You've got to work out that balance. So for me, yes, we'll probably get a little bit. And I tried even this year. I was like, started my Christmas cards, bought the Christmas cards in November, have been sorting out my address labels this week. So this is a great tip. If you still do Christmas cards, don't write address labels. Put them all into like Google document and then print them out on those sticker sheets not only does this mean you do not have to write 10,000 addresses, it means next year you simply verify each of those addresses that people have not moved. Bing, bang, bosh, it's your list and all your addresses. Anyway, best thing ever. And I also take that one step further and I actually delegate this mar- this task to my mum. Um, I Yes, I am now 41. But my mum offered basically a few years ago, she was like, oh, she was like, oh, I imagine your Christmas card list is very similar to my Christmas card list. Um, Would you like me to print you out the labels for the people where we both send cards to? And I was like, yes, I would. Thank you very much. If you could just add my friends onto the bottom of that list, that would be great. Oh, my God. Best thing ever. So basically now my mum um <laughs> prints me off my address labels and just hands them to me and goes and it's like that reminder she's like here are your christmas labels this is now when you do your christmas cards love it so there i am delegating um but yes can also delay it so my plan was to be one of those people who actually sends their christmas cards in the first week of December. So people have a few weeks to enjoy those beautiful cards. Instead of being the person I was last year that's like sending their cards like on the 22nd. And I was like, there's really no point now because people aren't really going to have time to look at them. Anyway, I've gone and off on a ramble, as usual. But, <laughs> and I'm also walking up a hill. Oh my word. Um, I tried to find somewhere for you guys today. That So I'm walking up a big field because there are so many leaves in the woods. I started recording and I was like... You're not going to be able to hear me because of the crunching. So here's obviously a few little leaves 
um, in the in the field because it's obviously a field next to the woods. But hopefully you can hear me. Um, anyway, so this was a point where I was like, the stress of actually doing this is worth it for the payout of feeling like I've taken part in a you know in a Christmas tradition that I enjoy. Um, that I like receiving the cards, I like catching up with people, I like sending them, um, you know, a little letter, so I write a letter, you know, print it out, um, to pop in people's cards with a few, like, photos on the, um, on the card, just to keep in touch with people, because there's a lot of people that I used to work with that I don't see anymore, if there hadn't been COVID, you know, I might have met up with them for a drink at some point, but it hasn't happened, so it's a nice way to keep in touch. Anyway, so I was like, well, I don't want to delete that. You can't really delay Christmas cards. Like, you can delay, obviously, I might not get them done next week, but can't really delay it that much. Um, and, yeah, I can delegate part of it. Excellent. But for other things, so my husband's point then was like, well, yeah, just don't do any of it. Just don't do any of it because it causes you stress. And I was like, but we have to get that balance right. There are going to be things that make us feel a little bit stressed, but a little bit is okay because maybe that spurs us into action. Maybe that is what we need to get things done. But it's when things are really stressful, when things are keeping you up at night, they're the first thing you think about in the morning. They're things that you can't stop thinking about. Those are the stresses then we need to address. And for a lot of us, there are things that you know, when you're going through infertility, you just have to deal with the fact you're going through infertility. That's something that you cannot, um, you, you know, you can't delete that. There's something you have to deal with. But look through all the other areas in your life. What work commitments can you delete, delay, delegate? And really look at every, even like the really small things. It's like, well, do you have to do that? Do you have to do it in the next four weeks? Because a lot of the time, when you really ask yourself that, you're like, well, nah. ideally, yes. But if I didn't, like, does it really, really matter? And there are probably going to be things that you can... So in the workshop, I talk about the fact that you don't need to delete everything for Christmas. If it's feeling too overwhelming, so I talk in the workshop about my own experiences of one year completely deleting Christmas, one year delaying Christmas and celebrating, not celebrating, but seeing friends and family during uh, the spring instead, because I thought Christmas was just going to be too hard. Um, So I talk about that in the workshop, so I won't repeat myself here, but it's... um, there are things you don't need to completely, completely delete it. Yeah, you can just delay certain bits. So if it's too overwhelming to see, like, you know, all five of your school friends and their entire families and 28 children on the same day, the day before Christmas, because that's when you do it, delay it, spread it out. See each of them individually, see them separately, spread it out. Or maybe say, I, don't, I can't meet up with everyone's families, but, like, could just the girls go to the pub you know what can you do to make it so it's less stress and more joy for you to get that balance in um so it's also interesting with my husband saying this that he was like well why what is there to get overwhelmed and stressed about because it is like i'm assuming that yes getting the christmas cards is going to cause me stress Because in past years, that's the experience I have of, you know, there's always a few addresses that I haven't got and then maybe won't have quite enough stamps or need to get there for the last post, people living abroad. There's these stresses. And I was like, well, I'm assuming 
it's going to be stressful again this year. But actually, what can I do? The things that caused me stress last time, how can I change that this time? So yes, I've started a couple of weeks earlier, buying the cards, um, sorting out the address labels. Doing that now. What else can I do to make it a pleasurable experience rather than stressful? So I'm like, well, probably what I need to do is on the 1st of December, stick on some... I'm banning myself from Christmas music until the 1st. Stick on some Christmas tunes, sit down, do the cards. Just do them. Just get it done. No matter what else is going on, no matter... Because it's never going to feel like a top priority until the deadline at the post office but that's when it feels stressful so how can I change that um and I know this is quite a trivial example of (laughs) of stress but it's something that can you see if you then apply this to something it's good to give I give examples that aren't too highly emotive so that you can get your mind around them and see that and then to put that idea onto something in your own life that maybe is then more emotive. So if you try it out in your brain on something that isn't very, you know, less emotive, um, then you can go, well, would that work for me? Rather than if I said things like, yeah, like with work, I'm like, what can you delegate work? You know, I can't delegate anything. It's my job. It's my role. It's what they expect of me. There's all these beliefs in there, like stopping you from really maybe doing what's best for you and your mental health. But if you try on something really easy to start with, you can see how maybe it would be beneficial and then apply that to a bigger stress area in your life. Um, If you want some ideas, so some people, if you listen to the workshop replay, some of the people listening live gave examples of things they were going to delete, delay, delegate. And then really think about things that you want to do. Like, what do you want to add into your calendar at this time of the year? And it could be something like going, well, actually, I'd really like to go, I don't know, to wherever it is. I've always wanted to go there. I've never been in every year. I'm too busy at this time of the year, so I never do it. What can you delay, delete or delegate in order for you to bring that in? Because it's always about saying yes or no. And so many of the times we say yes to everyone else, everything else. And we say no to ourselves and our own desires and hopes and dreams. When can you start saying yes more to yourself? I hope this has been helpful. Please do go and check out that replay at embracefertility.co.uk slash hope. And you'll get instant access. And also I've opened up the replays of the classes I ran in September from surviving to thriving so they're available for another seven days and you can access them by going to embracefertility.co.uk slash thrive um let me know how you get on with each of the classes um yeah and see you soon